If you have ever had the sense that the biggest obstacle between your current situation and your dream situation is you, I'm talking to you today. So many fitness and health pros have been conditioned to believe that being broke is just a part of our career path. It's almost like there's a badge of honor inside the industry in making as little money as possible because we tell ourselves things like that we can't charge appropriate prices or else people won't be able to afford us, or I want to be able to charge a low price so that anyone can work with me regardless of their budget. We're going to talk about the virtual, the virtuous cycle of pricing in a second. But before I do, here's what I want to know from you. Do you believe that if you brought more money in, you would be able to serve your clients at a higher level? So do you believe that if you had some margin and some white space in the budget in your business, that it would allow you to up-level the service and get your clients better results? So many times we hamstring ourselves with low prices, believing that we're going to get more clients and we're going to make it up with volume, or we tell ourselves our service isn't worth that much. They're not going to pay that much. Um, We're used to making a certain amount at the gym. We're used to the gym taking a large percentage of what they charge for a session with us. And so we're used to making a lower rate. That's that broke trainer persona. We see it in trainers and instructors in our outlook and pay on income. I work with fit pros every day who are just scared to death of charging appropriate prices. And we see it in health coaches too. We see it in energetic practitioners. We see it in everyone that works in the wellness field. We convince ourselves that the lowest price will win the clients. But the problem is that we devalue ourselves and we race toward the bottom. <laughs> we're competing with other trainers and instructors and racing toward the bottom. And we're undervaluing our clients' need to commit in big ways to the transformational work that we're offering. So this may do may, may be due to deeply ingrained money stories. It might be due to lack of self-worth. It may be that we just truly don't understand the worth of our work. But either way, I want to ask you this. What if it didn't have to be that way? What if you could serve all the clients that you want to serve, change their lives, and make a decent, maybe just a little bit better than a decent living doing it? Today on the show, I'm going to show you how to make money and keep your integrity. So let me give you just the show intro. I'm Kelly Coulter. In 2022, sorry, in 2020, I became absolutely obsessed with helping fitness professionals build their businesses so they could get back to serving their clients during the pandemic. Now I help coaches just like you make more impact with your perfect clients without adding hours to your day by leveraging the life-changing work that you're already doing. These episodes that I do every week are specifically designed to deliver mindset, business, and direct response marketing tips that will truly move the needle on your business. You ready to do this? All right, so let's get going on today's topic, shedding the broke trainer persona. I want to talk first about the virtuous 
cycle of charging what I like to call an appropriate price. So many people who teach coaches, who work with coaches, they'll talk about pricing as like high ticket. Like you hear the the hustle bros talking about high ticket pricing and high ticket programs and high ticket. I feel like that term high ticket runs the risk of leaving a bad taste in our mouth as coaches, um, especially as coaches within the fitness industry. So I like to talk about appropriate pricing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be high ticket. A lot of people say high ticket is two, three, four, five thousand dollars. We are not always there in the fitness industry. And and a lot of times we don't start out there. We may get there, but we don't start out there. So I like to talk about appropriate pricing. The The virtuous cycle of charging an appropriate price. So the virtuous cycle comes from Jeff Bezos as he grew Amazon. In 2001, he started talking about the virtuous cycle. And it was the idea that a self propagating advantageous situation leads to a successful solution and more of the desired result. (laughs) So a success leads to more success, leads to more success. It's the snowball effect. With Amazon, that virtuous cycle was convenience plus low price leads to more sellers. More sellers leads to more selection. More selection leads to more convenience. More convenience leads to lower prices. Lower prices leads to more sellers. More sellers leads to more selection. So it's a snowball. For us in fitness and wellness, there's a virtuous cycle as well. But it does not start with convenience or low price. For us, we are service providers. So our product is not purchased based on price. Higher prices for us, hear me out here, are actually our friend. And here's why. So I've taken, there is a diagram in the book, Gym Launch Secrets by Alex Hermosi, where he talks about the virtuous cycle of pricing. And I've taken that and adapted it because um, I I like to look at it just a little bit differently for fitness instructors and personal trainers. He talks a lot to just personal trainers. For the client, when we charge appropriately, when we ask them to make a commitment with their dollars, we do a few things. We raise the perceived value of what we offer. So think about it this way. When you, (laughs) I've done this a lot of times, actually, I will buy a top at Walmart (laughs) and I'll pay like $15 for it, right? And I'll wear it a few times and it's fine. Like maybe the leggings at Walmart, you know, they're, they're, they're great, but I don't mind throwing them out when they start to be stinky or they look a little worn because I only paid $17 for them. However, these days, the leggings at Walmart are pretty similar to the higher priced leggings. I mean, 
the the fabric can be really similar if you're shopping well the um the styles are pretty similar so there's not a huge difference between what you get at Walmart and what you get at some of the higher price leggings places i'm not going to name any because i'm i don't want to get in a leggings war here <laughs> but in a, for just to belabor that example I have heard that the leggings at Costco are actually made by the same manufacturer that makes the Lulu leggings leggings. We can we can debate that all day long. The point is this. We value the the leggings that we pay 79 over $100 over $130 for more than we value the leggings that we got at Walmart or Costco perceived value. When you ask your client to commit at a higher level with their dollars, you raise the perceived value of what you're offering them. So now instead of saying it's $20 a month to work with me, you say it's $200 a month to work with me. They take you more seriously, just like I'm not going to throw the Lululemon leggings in the trash as easily. I'm not going to miss a session that I paid a lot of money for. So the perceived value goes up. The emotional investment goes up. When When we ask them for more, we tell them that we want them to commit. When we ask them for more, we tell them that we are more confident in our offer. Both of those things lead to better results. So they have a higher level of perceived value. They have more emotional investment. They are going to get the results because they're going to take it seriously and they're going to show up. So that's on the client side. Psychologically, the perceived value is higher. The emotional investment is is higher they get more results. For your business, here's the virtuous cycle of appropriate pricing. When you price at an appropriate level, you make more right away. So you're fueling your business, which means you have a little margin and white space to be able to deliver a higher level of service. You're not panicked every day about, can I fill this next class? Can I get more people to come in? How am I going to pay my bills when I've only got this level of people? You've got more white space to think about servicing them, to think about delivering results, to think about individual clients and what they need from you, which means they get better results. And when they get better results, your conviction that you can get people results goes up. Your confidence goes up. Snowball effect. You sell more because your confidence goes up. Now your profit is even more. Now your service levels go up more. Now your results are even better. Now your conviction in your program is even stronger. Now, I explained that to you for one reason. I want you to suspend the idea that charging less does anyone any favors. I want you to believe 
that charging appropriate prices is right for you and it's right for your clients. So a lot of people, a lot of us really struggle in the fitness industry, in the health industry, in the wellness industry with money stories. And that's one of the reasons that we stay really low on the prices. And I've got two kind of money scripts that I want to describe for you. The first is the broke trainer persona that I mentioned in the title of this talk. So the broke trainer persona is someone who is kind of a martyr and they're like, I'm going to keep my prices low because I want to be able to work with anyone. And, um, you know, we all know that there are populations out there who are disenfranchised and they can't really afford to pay for help. Um, with their health and fitness. And so I want to be able to work with anyone. So that's the broke trainer money story. The problem with the broke trainer money story is that we don't ask our clients for a commitment using money as the thing that shows their priorities. The problem with the broke trainer persona is that we're not charging enough to get white space. We're not charging enough to be able to think critically about our service and about our clients in ways that, that help us to get them better results. The thing is, when we get rid of the broke trainer persona, when we start to charge appropriate prices and we start to make enough and we have a little margin and we have a little white space, guess what? You can scholarship whoever you want a scholarship into your program. So if you are really passionate about helping disenfranchised populations, helping people who don't have the help that they need with their fitness and business, I mean, sorry, with their fitness and their health, the best thing that you can do is charge appropriate prices to the right people. Because now you've got a little white space and you can offer scholarships to those who are truly going to take your service seriously. You guys, let me know if this is resonating with you. I want you to give me some comments, even throw in questions or disagreements. Whatever you've got, give me some comments. I want to hear if this is resonating from you. The other thing that I see as far as money stories with us is the Prince Charming script. So the, the Prince Charming story is the idea that we... I mean, this is going to be a female thing a lot of the time, but most of us are females. So I'm just going to say it. Most of us were raised listening to fairy tales, hearing that Prince Charming comes along and gives Sleeping Beauty a kiss and she wakes up <laughs> and she lives happily ever after. Prince Charming comes along and saves Snow White on and on. We got it. A lot of us were raised with that money story and it seeps into our everyday just money earning capacity the thing that we tell ourselves about our careers in ways that we don't even realize so for example when i really sat back and looked at my money stories i started to see that at the end of the day, I truly believed that if I was making more than my partner or the, if I was 
um, making a lot of money that it almost made me like unattractive as a female, that I wasn't the princess. I wasn't the one that that the prince wanted to come along and save. So Prince Charming money story is actually really dangerous to us as empowered females. <laughs> Here's the thing. Your business will grow in impact number of clients and the results that they get from working with you, as well as in income. So how much money you make. Your business will grow in impact and income as much as you do. Entrepreneurship is all about growth. It's all about self-regulation. And you cannot do that until you get to know yourself. So in order to grow your business, you have to outgrow your old money story. So if you take nothing from today, I want you to sit down and really think about the stories you're telling yourself in terms of money. Get the old journal out and start writing stream of consciousness and see what comes out when it comes to money. What do you truly believe about people who make a lot of money? What do you truly believe about yourself and your ability to make money? Examine that and let's get it out there. And if you want to send me questions or even send me the money story that you're struggling with, I'll help you through it. I'll help you shed that old money story. I want to talk about one other thing that's really, really sneaky that happens to a lot of us in terms of our ability to make money in our business, especially when it comes to making money supporting clients. I want to talk about the idea that you cannot let one part of your money earning capacity steal from another part of your money earning capacity. We might look at it as if one part of the money earning is supporting the other part, but the truth is everything you do should be self-supporting. So I want to give an example, and this will make more sense. A lot of us have full-time jobs, and we work the full-time jobs, and then we go to the gym, or we go teach a class, or we teach our own people at night, in the mornings, on the weekends. So we're working full time in order to support that career in fitness that is not paying for itself. Who's doing that? <laughs> Give me some comments. I want to hear who's doing that. Here's another example. A lot of us want to be a master trainer or a lot of us want to be a master trainer or presenter. So we are um we're going and getting master trainer certifications with different formats, or we want to be presenters and go and, um, you know, present different things at conferences. And so we, we will do all the things like we'll teach a bajillion classes and maybe you're working full time on top of that in order to support yourself getting that training, which is great but then we never make it over the hump where we make that master trainer or presenter actually make money for itself. And then we perpetuate the idea that sometimes someday it's going to be different. Someday I'm going to get hot on building this business and I'm going to build it enough that I don't um I don't have to work full time anymore. Who's doing that? <laughs> Give me some comments you guys. I want to hear it. 
So that's one example of the way that part of your money earning capacity might be stealing from another part or um, supporting another part. Here's the other thing I see us doing a lot. We'll have, we'll have a business, we'll be all in on building a business, and maybe it's all fitness all the time or all health all the time or all energetic healing all the time. But you've got one stream of income that's actually funding another stream of income. So maybe you've got um, you've got your consulting with some businesses and you're you're helping them build their schedule or uh, hire trainers or whatever. Maybe you're maybe you're managing the trainers for one business and then you're taking some of the money that you earn there and it's supporting, this other stream of revenue, which is maybe like teaching online classes. So when you are a coach, you have to be all in for your clients in order to be able to serve them at the highest level and to be able to sell enough to support the business. When you aren't all in, you're going to know it because you're going to always feel like overwhelmed. You're going to always feel like you don't have time for the things that will really move the needle. You're going to be trying to automate the things that you should be doing in order to make sales. Each channel of your business should fund itself, meaning that if you're teaching classes, your priority is to charge enough and have enough clients that that stream of revenue pays for itself. It pays for the platform. It pays for your time. It pays for your, (laughs) I don't want to say it. I I think leggings should be a business write-off, but they're not. So I'm not going to say it. (laughs) It pays for you to buy leggings and get your logo embroidered on them so that they can be a business (laughs) write-off. But that channel needs to pay for itself. Then if you're doing consulting, if you're working with a gym chain or you're managing trainers or you're doing whatever you're doing, that is separate. But don't fool yourself into thinking that it all comes out in the wash. Don't let one stream of revenue steal from another stream of revenue. It's another way that we keep ourselves broke and we have to be really honest with ourselves about, okay, if I've got this stream of revenue, if I'm teaching online classes and I've only got 10 clients at a hundred bucks a month, that's making a thousand dollars. Is that enough to compensate me for my time? Is that enough to pay for the platform? Is that enough to pay for any kind of advertising that I'm doing? This stream of revenue has to be separate from this one. Okay, you guys, helpful? I want to talk to you about one more thing and then we are done. This is a quick, quick session today. The Serve, Lead, Sell Masterclass is going to be happening again on March 13th. So March 13th to the 16th, I'm doing the Serve, Lead, Sell Masterclass. That is where I teach you how to create your program, find your audience, and and fill that program with people from your audience. So I'm teaching you exactly the steps to getting your program in place, to knowing who to sell it to, 
and have conversations with them and get that program filled. That's what we do in Serve, Lead, Sell. It is right for you if you have been thinking about creating a program, if you know that you want to make more money, if you're looking at your full-time job and saying, I don't want to do it anymore. I want to be in fitness full-time. This is the year that I'm going to make this happen. Serve, Lead, Sell is for you. It's where I get in and I coach my face off for three days. You're going to get all the things and then we are going to work together for a few more, more days past that. I'm going to give you some mindset lessons. So we do all kinds of bonus stuff. Right now, there's an early bird price in place. It is $27. It will not be $27 for long. So if you want to do Serve, Lead, Sell Masterclass with me live, March 13th to the 16th, get in there, get registered. The link is right here learn.fitprosconnect.com slash SLS. So that's learn.fitprosconnect.com slash SLS. Get in there, get registered. Early bird pricing is in place right now. All right, that's what I've got for you guys today. Give me a like, give me a love. If you're watching on on, um, YouTube, please subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, please make sure that you're in the Grow Your Business for Instructors, Trainers, and Coaches group because that is where I coach my face off every week for you guys for free. (laughs) All right. And I love you. I will see you next week.